0: Health insurer Medibank has confirmed the Russian hacking group behind the privacy breach has dumped the single largest amount of private information online overnight. For more, I'm joined now by the ABC's senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan. Peter, thanks for your time. What can you tell us about the hackers dumping more Medibank files?
1: Well, good morning. Uh, The crisis continues for Medibank Private and uh, they've confirmed that another very big file, or perhaps the largest file, has uh, been released on the dark web. Overnight, Um, the Russian hacking group behind this Medibank private breach say that they've dumped the single largest amount of private information uh, online, uh, which they're now describing as the entire cache of stolen data. Um, And there's a quote uh, that's been posted on the dark web saying, added folder full case closed. So this means that this file of uh, six and a half gigabytes, um, which is the entire cache of data stolen from Medibank, uh, is out there on the dark web at the moment. Um, The hackers have been demanding uh, around $15 million as a ransom to have this data returned. Uh, Medibank has been standing firm, refusing to pay any ransom, saying they haven't paid any ransom, working very closely with the Australian Federal Police and the FBI to try to uh, get some sort of outcome out of this, being very careful about what they say so as not to uh, give the hackers any further information, but just confirming that um, the single biggest data dump of Medibank data is out there at the moment. So the message uh, to um, any... Uh, current or former uh, Medibank uh, customers is to be vigilant about any messages coming in on text or phone calls and to be more suspicious than you normally would be given the exposure of uh, private information.
0: Peter, away from that story, we've been talking about surging inflation all year. So how significant is the latest evidence that it might actually be falling?
1: Well, this is uh, pretty welcome news in a sea of economic uncertainty. Instead of accelerating closer to the anticipated eight percent by the end of the year, as we were talking about uh, this time yesterday on News Radio, inflation in the year to October came in at six point nine percent, and that was against forecasts of it rising to seven point six percent. Even so, inflation does remain very high. It's well above the RBA's target band of two to three percent. But some prices are Falling, um, mainly fruit and vegetable uh, prices, almost halving, increasing by 9.5% from October, still pretty high, but it was down from 17.4% in September. So it seems that despite floods, improved growing conditions are seeing fruit and vegetable supplies starting to increase, uh, leading to lower prices. There's still some big uh, contributors keeping inflation uh, very high. Uh, Prices for new dwellings, for example, surging by more than 20% over the uh, year. The ABS puts that down to high levels of building construction, but also ongoing shortages of labour and materials complicating the picture. And we've all noticed that uh, fuel prices are higher. And that's not surprising after the federal government's temporary cut to the fuel excise ended in late September that's added uh, 22 cents a liter back to prices at the bowser even so fuel prices could fall given that the global benchmark Brent crude has been steadily falling in the last couple of weeks this morning down to around 85 US dollars a barrel just a few weeks ago it was over 100 US dollars a barrel holiday travel accommodation prices moderated as school holidays came to an end a lower demand for travel to Europe and the United States. That could be a one-off, but there are many reasons to be optimistic that inflation might be soon peaking.
0: Well, that's certainly good news, but as you say, it could be a one-off. Just how cautious should we be?
1: Well, uh, the share market uh, bounced momentarily yesterday, making the most of the rare positive news. But as you say, it's best to be cautious about these monthly figures. History shows that these uh, numbers can bounce around, but they do go to the Reserve Bank's hope and narrative that inflation uh, will ease next year, perhaps down to around 4.5%. Um, There could be a more extensive uh, reading in late January when the more traditional quarterly CPI is released and with that hope that if inflation is confirmed to be heading south, the Reserve Bank might be in a position to ease interest rate rises, maybe even pause them and that would be long awaited relief to households who've been hurting very badly from higher mortgage repayments and we'll find out next Tuesday when the Reserve Bank holds its final meeting of the year.
0: And just finally Peter, speaking of interest rates, there's been a surge on Wall Street on new optimism that inflation might be peaking as well.
1: That's right. It's quite a remarkable turnaround from earlier this morning when stocks were in the red on news of weak consumer confidence in the United States. But this is all down to comments from the Chairman of the US Federal Reserve, Jerome Powell, who said the central bank might scale back the pace of its interest rate hikes as soon as December. As we know, the Fed's been hiking aggressively with a number of big hikes of three quarters of a percentage point. Heading towards the close on Wall Street, all three indices are sharply higher, and at one point we've seen the tech-heavy Nasdaq up close to 3%. Jerome Powell, though, has cautioned that the fight against inflation is far from over, and there's some big unanswered questions, but markets will grasp at anything that might mean rate rises are slowing and money doesn't get more expensive. Bets are now, though, that there will be still a half a percent half a percentage point rate rise at the Fed's December meeting, but it seems those days of even bigger ones of three quarters of a percentage point might, repeat, might be over.
0: That's Peter Ryan, the ABC's senior business correspondent.